What's up, podcast world? Welcome to season two of IMWT. This is Micah Bailey. I'm Thomas Rodriguez. And we're here in the podcast studio with a very special guest. Dolores, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Dolores Thompson, and uh, I live in Amarillo. I am a nurse by profession, and I'm here to talk about IMWT. I think I'm a little nervous about the whole thing because I'm not sure what I want to talk about and what you all will ask me, but I'm here to talk about what WT means to me, so let's go for it. Awesome. That's very awesome. How about we go a little bit more in depth? So you you say you're a nurse. How long have you been a nurse for? I've been a nurse since 1971. That's too many numbers for me to calculate at this point. <laughs> I went to school at Texas Women's University and graduated in 1971, and I've been practicing nursing since then. I came to WT in 19, probably 91, 92, to work on a master's in nursing, and that's when I became associated with WT myself as a student. I did have lots of friends and family who came to WT. In fact, my mother is Helen Neal. She was the first African-American to graduate from WT in 19... Mm, I don't even remember the year now. But I can remember that I was in middle school, in junior high school. We didn't even call it middle school. She was in junior high school. So it had to be in 63, 64 that she graduated, I think, from, from WT. And then my father was a faculty member here, and I think he was the first African-American faculty member here at WT. So I have some, some ties with WT from way back then. So your family is involved. That's cool. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. My dad actually came to WT before I did. He uh, graduated with a master's in music in 2001. So Okay. Yeah. Where does he teach? Does he teach music? He does. He teaches music down in Houston at oh, Inner okay. City Middle School. Um, he's been teaching for like 15 years now. So. I have a lot of family and friends. I have other family members, gods of family members who graduated from WT. You know, it was convenient. It was It was easy to get to. And so education has always been an important part of our family. When it's there and the opportunity presents itself, we take advantage of it. So we have lots of, I have lots of cousins and so forth who, who also came to WT. That is cool. I've got to ask, did it kind of make WT the only option for you or were you extremely excited to come to school here? At the time, I was working, teaching nursing at Emerald College, and I needed to get a master's degree in order to keep that job. And I had worked on math. I had worked on it and started going back to TWU in the summer times. But, you know, it's kind of hard to do that when you have kids and family members to go off and go to school in the summertime. So I put that on the back burner and decided I need to get this done. And WT was an option for me. Back in 70, I think it was 76 or so, University of Texas brought a master's in nursing program in Amarillo, and I didn't take advantage of it then. Again, I had little kids, and I was busy working and raising a family and didn't do it. I was at Emerald College, and I know I needed to get I needed to get that master's degree. You know, it was an important part of, of who I am and what I needed to be doing in my profession. And so WT presented itself, and it was an opportunity, and, and so I did. And it was really it, it was really easy considering the fact that I didn't have to come to class. We did it on weekends, in the evening times, when most of us who were going to school were working people. They made the program easy for us to do at that particular time. I can remember coming down on Saturdays and, and we'd have class all day Saturdays and stuff like that. But, you know, it was easy. It wasn't easy, but it was convenient for us to do that. So WT made it easy for me to get that master's degree. Right. That's interesting. Classes on Saturdays, mm-hmm. they have completely changed that. We don't oh. even have classes on on Friday anymore. For not, real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not do classes on Saturday. 
No. Oh, we did on Saturday. Well, but we were, you have to remember, we were working people. Yeah. yeah. So we had jobs, and so it was easy to do that Saturday thing to do that. And, and it was before online things. See, I couldn't do online stuff now. I, I don't know how people do online classes because I, I need to see the teacher. I need to be sitting in the chair, somebody talking to me. I don't know how we do online classes either. You don't I do don't, them? I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan, but, okay. you know, it's part of the degree plan, so yeah. I got to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are better than others. It's well, it's it just depends. I never got that far, but but this was the easy pro. It was easy for me. It was convenient for me to do it because I was going. I in fact I think, I think all of us, my two daughters and myself, were all going to school. I got a divorce in the midst of all of this stuff, and so it was just the two of us. And I think we were all going to school at the same time, some kind of school. Yeah, I think so. All all three of us were. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So education definitely is at the forefront of oh, yeah. absolutely yeah, we, There was no option in our family. My parents were both educated, and it was not an option of if. It's called when. Right. So <laughs> we didn't have any choice. We had to go to college. And my daddy always used to say to us, I'm going to do two things for you. Buy you a set of luggage and send you to college, and then you're on your own. Well, he did that for all four of us. I have three sisters, and he did that. They did that for all four of us. That's such a blessing. Mm, it is. Not many people can say that their parents pay for their education. And, we, you know, they talk about student debt now, and it's like we didn't have student debt because our parents did it for us. So that was a blessing all by itself. I have two parents who are both teachers, so mm-hmm. it's a financial, a very tight budget we run to make sure that I can come here. Yeah. I make do. Can't complain. I can't complain. I'm blessed to have been able to do my... I'm the oldest, so I started the process, and so my sisters behind me would start at Emerald College because Daddy worked at Emerald College as well. So they would start. I was still the TWU. They started Emerald College, so we kind of worked our way up to. My Daddy always says he owns part of Denton because he sent lots of money to Denton because two of us went to TWU and one went to North Texas. You've been talking about your time here as a WT student. Do you have a favorite memory while you were here? I don't know that I have a memory other than that. We worked hard. I didn't get involved in the student activity part of WT because I was a working student, and, and I did my, my student stuff on weekends. You know, I come to the library. down. I can remember coming to the library down here. You could drive straight through the campus. You know, you can't do that anymore. You could turn on. What's the street right there by the box? Box. Oh. Um, right off the, off the highway. That's what not is Russell, that? is it? Is that Russell Long Boulevard? Russell, no. You can drive down Russell. Well, anyway, but you could drive straight through. Old Main, where Old Main is, you could drive all the way straight through campus. I remember going to the library more than anything because we had to do all this research and stuff. Probably more than anything, I remember the library. And you could drive straight through to the library. Yeah, I remember that. But otherwise, I don't really have a lot of memories of student activities at WT other than I had to get this degree. There is a lot of people here who come for our nursing program because it's Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Huge program. It is, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And along with our act. But uh, nursing-wise, do you have anything that you would give advice to someone on that? You know, what's the biggest thing that you would tell For someone? Nurse, to come to nursing? Yeah. Nursing is a hard profession, but it's very f- fulfilling. You have to have the desire to want to help people to do that. It is. It requires a lot of hard work, and it's a lot of studying, but it's well worth it at the end. Because you can do lots of things. It's a wide-open profession now. You know, there's tons of opportunities for nurses. And so this is a perfect place, WT, 
to get that, that degree and start that profession. I strongly believe that. And they have the nurse practitioner program as well. So it's an excellent program, and it's a good stepping stone for somebody that's one to enter into the nursing profession. Now, I didn't teach at WT. I taught at Amarillo College where we get associate degrees, and we had a lot of students leave that program and come down here and finish their BSNs down here. But this is a perfect place to do that. It's always been a good school, have good graduates, have excellent faculty members. So I don't have anything bad to say about WT at all. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I love it here. Yeah, I think we all share that sentiment. I love doing podcasts and really? being on the radio and all that stuff. It's a great time. I love it here. That's good. Yeah. It's good. You get experience for you. It's great experience. It's very out of my element compared to back home because back home is like, you're in the city, there's people everywhere, and out here it's all spread out and it's quiet. Houston is home? Houston is home, yeah. I have a daughter, that two sisters who live in Houston. My daughters always tell me, I have to, you're going to have to move to Houston when you can't take care of yourself. And I go, no, I'm not going to Houston. <laughs> I don't like Houston that good. It's pretty it's loud. Hot. Yes, it's it's very hot, very humid. <gasps> I like. I prefer the dryness of up here to I didn't, humid didn't down appreciate there. the dryness that we had here in Amarillo until I went to Denton and TW in Dallas when I went to college down there. And it was like, what is all of this? This humidity coming from why does the air feel like water it's yes. not supposed to do that well my family my parents were from oklahoma and oklahoma's pretty uh humid too but i don't remember the humidity being there when i when i when i was a little girl but when i went to dallas and denton that humidity was horrible so i can't stand that so what is your major i major in digital media and communications i'm going what for- does that mean so that means like the stuff that you see with the radio, mm-hmm. this whole podcasting suite. I work with audio. I work with video. Some of the videos you see on the TVs, I've had a hand uh, in making. Okay. And I just do a lot. I do everything. Whatever he needs me to do, I go you and do I'm it. like, heck yeah. <laughs> I'm always going for hands-on experience. Okay, that's good. It's very important. Hands-on. Hands-on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's nursing. Yeah. You can't learn how to take care of people if you're not out there with patients. And so I'm a big proponent of that with, with our nursing students, with our nursing students, with any nursing student. You got to get out there. You can't learn how to take care of a nursing simulation. And I say that because we do a lot of simulation, but I'm an old nurse now. You remember that. I need to see a patient over here. I need to talk to that patient. Yeah, I don't mean to make you feel old, but you were talking about the math and how you've been doing nursing since 71. That's over 50 years of nursing. Okay. That's... You've got a lot of years of experience. That's good to have, I think. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too long. I can't think about that. <laughs> My bad. Didn't mean to do that. It's all right. It's okay. I know how old I am. That's for sure. <laughs> you said you work with people a lot. So would you say you're a people person? I guess so. I can see it. I guess so. I like talking to people, and I think that's part of my nursing is that, you know, you have to talk to people in order to take care of them. So even at their worst, we see people at their worst many times, and they're in pain, and they're unhappy and mad and sad and pissed off. And so, <laughs> you know, you have to learn how to talk to people. That's a big part of, of communication, I think, of nursing is communicating with people. So I guess that's probably why I get, I'm, I'm so so involved even in the community because I still talk to people. There's, I belong to the League of Women Voters, and we do a lot of voter registration, um, young people. And so we do it here down in here at WT. And we usually set up over there in the JBK where the students are, and my fellow members of the League always say, you are 
she said, and they always tell me, you have no problems approaching people because, you know, people won't walk up to the table and say, I want to register to vote. She said, I pick up, and I will, I pick up the cards and I start walking around the room, going to different tables and say, are you registered to vote? And how come? And why not? And here, let me fill out this card and so forth. So they say I do that all the time, and I, and I guess I do. That's really cool. So how did you get involved with that? And I guess you why? You know what? I don't know how, how I got started. I got became a VDR, Voter Deputy Registrar, so I think it goes. Back in 2017, I think, for some reason or other, I thought I needed to do that. So I took the course and got to be a VDR, and I was doing it. And then, for some reason or other, I hooked up with the League of Women Voters because I believe in their philosophy. And, then, you know, it's a nonpartisan organization. We're not supporting any parties or any bodies, but we want to make sure that people are registered to vote, that democracy continues. And it just kind of felt good in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I joined the organization. I think I've probably been a member a couple of years now. But I have had more fun and enjoyed that because I get to go out to the communities. And we've done voter registration in the high schools, particularly, because the seniors are 18. They need to be registered to vote. So we've been going to high schools for the last couple of years, getting people, these young people registered to vote. And I always say, okay, you're registered to vote now. The second verse of this is, you go vote. So that's how I got started. And I truly believe that young people need to be voting and making decisions of how this world, this country of ours is going to run. Because, again, I'm 74 years old. I don't have too much longer here on this earth. But you have a lot more, Lord willing, more than I do. And so you all's group need to be voting, paying attention to what's going on. Because you know who votes. That is true. It's true. But who's going to be living through those laws that we are voting, you know? And so I always say that. Second verse is go vote. Pay attention to what's going on. You make a good point. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the IMWT podcast. Donors to West Texas A&M University give more than their material support. They devote time, expertise, and commitment WT would not be what it is today without individuals dedicated to our forward progress. Welcome back to the IMWT podcast. As we get back into it, uh, we'd like to say congratulations to you on your upcoming honor at the Celebration of Color this week. How does that make you feel? Well, I don't like being honored and things like that, but somebody nominated me for this honor. I think it's overwhelming to me. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm humbled, very humbled, that somebody nominated me to be in this, this group of people who are being honored this weekend for the Celebration of Color. I find that I am a community-minded person. That's a part of who I am and what I grew up doing. And so somebody has seen that in me, and so I'm honored and humbled that they nominated me for this honor. So it, it is a, it's an honor, for real, to be nominated here. One of the things that, you know, last we have a, have a suite here on WT that's named after my parents. It's the Nathaniel and Helen Neal Multicultural Center, a suite over there in the JBK 
we dedicated that a couple of years ago and and I thought that was that was a tremendous honor and it still is to think that my parents have a building at at an institution of learning named after them and since they were big educators themselves so it's an honor it's an honor to be their child and to have this memorial here to it that's super awesome i've always walked past that room and i was like i wonder what that is so now i know mm-hmm. that's that's a really huge deal it is that's so sweet someone looked up to you they were ready to somebody did my friend tells me somebody somebody nominated you and i go are you going to tell me who and she goes no i'm not going to tell you and i thought oh well okay so i'm just i'm honored that i was nominated so it's, it's it is an honor i'm humble to know that somebody was watching Said, did I say the right thing? Sometimes I <laughs> like, were my actions better than <laughs> did I say the right thing? So yeah, I'm I'm really honored that it's it's here. So I've done that before. Not like a getting an honor. That's a that's a you exclusive. Just wondering, huh, I hope I said the right thing there. And then they're like, Yeah, you did good. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Because when Dane approached us about doing the podcast. And I was like, absolutely, I'd love to do that. That sounds super cool. Um, and he's like, sure, we'll start next semester. And I was this like, this is the second year for doing podcasts? Yes, this is our season two of the okay. IMWT podcast. Okay. Yes, we are the last episode of the last season we met with um, the old host, Bray and Tyrone. They talked with us for a bit, and it was a fun experience. And now we're the hosts. So. You're the host. Yes. We're all growing up. It's kind of mm-hmm. scary. I know. I I came here wide-eyed, just excited to do band and see what was going to happen. And now I'm here. I have a special show on the radio. I have. I, I host a podcast. So of, when are you graduating? Uh, the plan is to graduate in 25. Yeah. Okay. Michael, when are you graduating? December 24. In a minute. Both yes. Okay. We've got a little bit. I've got, got two. Bit. I've still got a year and a half. You only got like a year. Yeah. Dang. It's okay. It's going fast. It's going fast. It'll <laughs> oh, come to the end. Ready. And then you'll be have to have to act like a grown person. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Yes, you have to act like my daughter. My youngest daughter is the one. She's so funny. She says, Mama, you know, she's always, she's so grown. She says, I didn't realize being, she said, I didn't realize being grown was going to work every day and paying bills. I said, Yep. That's exactly what it is. So <laughs> your day's coming. <laughs> so I've heard a lot about, we were actually talking about it outside of the podcast studio, how you volunteer, will you tell us a little bit about where and why and all the cool things. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm almost a busybody, but I like doing things. So I, I, I serve on the Friends of the Library board. And that, that board supports the library activities. And we do a lot. We, we raise lots of money. Have you ever heard of Amicon? Haven't. Oh, my gosh, you need to do that. It's in July. I mean, August of every year. You just missed it. But you can go online at, at the library, Emerald APL, and look at it, and you see pictures of it. And this this is an, an activity that the Friends of the Library sponsor helps raise money for the library activities. We provide, you know, the summer reading club stuff. We have books on Broadway. Uh, but Amicon is, is for the, you know, I'm not a comic book fan. Oh, my goodness. Wait, yes. Yes, Amicon. I literally volunteered Anime. there last year. Did you do yes. it? Did your mouth fall open watching that? Um, I was I was amazed the first time I saw it. These people come, and they are dressed in these costumes, and they are excited about what they're doing. It is, it was, anyway, I serve on the Friends of the Library Board because I like library. I grew up in the library. 
we used to have what we call a bookmobile. That was before we went to the library, and they, they had this, this truck. looked like a big milk truck, and it would come to the park, and we would go to the park and check out books from the library. So I've been a big reader all of my life, so I love the library. I volunteer at League of Women Voters because I think that's important. I volunteered at BSA Hospice of the Southwest. I worked in hospice as a nurse and as a teacher, and I always thought, I'm going to go back and do that when I, when I retire. And, and I did. My brother-in-law happened to be a patient at hospice at the particular time. And a friend of mine was a nurse there, and he came through. He said, what are you doing here, DT? And I said, well, I'm visiting with my family members. And he said, well, why come you're not volunteering? I said, well, I don't know. I haven't ever thought about it. He said, you come with me. So I went with him. I went to the volunteer coordinator, and I took the course while my brother-in-law was in hospice. And so I became a hospice volunteer, and I love that. I tell people I get to go be a nurse, and I don't have to be the nurse. So I get to go do the nursing things. I can fluff and puff and turn and support family members and patients, and I don't have to do all that charting and give her the medicines and all this stuff. So I do that a lot, and I enjoy that. Um, What else do I volunteer at? My church, my sorority. My sorority is a public service organization, so we do a lot of things in the community as much as we can. Voter registration is one. Volunteer at the food bank. Let's see what other, that, that's enough. That's wonderful. Can I ask uh, what motivates you to do all of that? I guess just to do something to help somebody. That's all those things that I do help somebody make their life a little bit better, a little easier. So I think that's what it is, is just to go out and help somebody and, and appreciate what, what I have, that I can share it with somebody else. All right. I think it's time. We're going to have to drop the big question on you. What's that? What does WT mean to you? (laughs) Yeah, that's about the average host reaction or the average guest reaction to the question. Yeah. Yeah. Just a just a little bit. That's okay. Okay. Let's see how this. What do I want to say? WT has presented opportunities for me. Presented opportunities for my parents to further our educations, our professions. And I'm delighted that that has been an opportunity for us. So I think that's the biggest thing is that the opportunity presented itself and allowed us to to expand our own wings so that we could have influenced other people in the community that we live in. And that's I think that's basically what, what we all want to do is do something that's going to influence the community that we live in. WT has allowed me to be able to do that. I also associate WT with opportunity. Oh, there's a radio program. Now I'm part of the radio program. This radio program is fun. I want to keep doing it. Yeah. I wonder if I can get more involved, gets a lab assistant job. And then now here we are. And so it, it's providing me opportunities, it's providing each of you opportunities so that when you finish school here, you can go influence somebody in another community, in this community. That's what education is for, is that we, we learn something, we can take it with us, and to, and to help somebody else. I have a philosophy, is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I think education has helped me do that, and WT has helped me do that too. I say that to my students when I first meet them. So you want to take care of your patient just like you want somebody to take care of your grandmother or yourself. So do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And education has allowed me that opportunity. Yeah. I guess that's the beauty of life in general, not just education. You mm-hmm. know, you, 
you get to learn and then you get to teach. And that goes for just about anything in life. Anything. You, you know, if you're influencing somebody with what you do in your, in life, that's what it's all about. And sharing that information or sharing that knowledge that you have with somebody else. The crowd that I'm I'm with in the celebration of color, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed by them more than I am by me. Some of the things that they've been doing, I've I've known known uh, Demerson for a long time. The other gentleman I don't know very well, but I know Demerson, so I'm impressed that I'm in the in the company of those gentlemen there. Well, that's all the time we have today for the IMWT podcast. Dolores, you've been a fantastic guest. We're well, so happy you. to have you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all having me. I never did a podcast before, y'all, so I hope this comes out all right. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> You can find the IMWT podcast at wtamu.edu slash podcasts. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to seeing you next time on the IMWT podcast. <laughs>